2: Welcome to The Family with... Tevin Pippen.
0: Co-host, Catherine Brandt.
2: And Andy Brabernard, Bernard. And we will be right back. Kick things off with The Family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest?
3: Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries.
2: Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or walsernissan.com for details.
4: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company.
5: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
6: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And
5: part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders.
2: So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Devin's here, Catherine's here, Andy's here. Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing, Dutch? <laughs> hey. What's up, Dutch? Stock market's up, baby. Stock stock market's up, baby. <laughs> oh, my baby.
0: God, the stock market's driving me crazy. Oh, I'm
2: going to turn it over to my wife. She wants no. to talk to you about the stock market. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> two years ago, you could put a dollar in anywhere and get, like, 60% on your money. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, it's down, it's up, it's down. It's, it's driving me crazy. I, I, I just sold a bunch of it just because I couldn't take it anymore.
4: Yeah, it's been... Uh...
5: It's now a market where you really got to be in the right sectors at the right time, and you got to rotate around a little bit. You bet.
0: Yeah, and that's the impossible thing for somebody like me who doesn't sit there staring at Wall Street every moment of my life to know. Yeah. I check it every, like, three, four days, and I'm like, oh, God.
5: That's what people pay us to do. <laughs> <laughs> <gotta>
2: go <laughs> that's a very good point. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, DutchmastersCarnivoreTrading.com. The website is CarnivoreTrading.com. So Dutch, I have to ask you: Do you have a giant Rembrandt at your house?
5: A giant Rembrandt, at Dutch. <laughs> right. Because a Dutch, Dutch, Dutch master. I know. I,
0: I instantly thought of the girl with the pearl earring, or whatever that one is, as soon as you
5: <laughs> Dutch <laughs> masters. We, we've got we've got quite we've got quite a few pieces of art here around what we call the X Mansion, where we do all of our trading. So yeah.
2: The X Mansion, I like it. There's yep. a new beast on Wall Street, Carnivore. Will it be cheaper one day to burn your dollars and to buy oil to heat your home with? Yes. The markets are saying <laughs> Biden won't get his capital gains tax. Like, you got a lot to talk about, Dutch. I just want to step aside and hear it. Well,
5: I think uh, what we did at Carnivore Trading was really we decided that we were a bunch of Wall Street guys who were taught by some of the old masters, speaking of old masters, some of the greatest traders were our mentors, and those guys taught us how to trade individual stocks and how to do that in a way that made real money. Um, We're talking about, you know, if we didn't make 7% a month, they would fire us. And today, Wall Street has kind of successfully uh, told everybody that they should be happy if they get a 7% return a year. And so we wanted to actually show people our trade live by text message. And that's what our subscribers get. They get that plus at the end of every day, they get something we call the market wrap. um, And the wrap kind of guides people to what sectors we like, what we don't like, what we see happening out there in the world right now. um, You know, you've got a Biden administration, you've got um, various things that they like and they don't like, and they're putting... Uh, things into place that um, have an impact and they have an effect on what's happening in the market so actually right now what we're seeing is alternative energy stocks are doing well you know things like electric vehicles are doing well things like fake meat are doing well because they hate cows and so in fact uh kramer was actually on television on cnbc this morning and he literally said they hate cows and so we kind of all sat here and and laughed, and he said, he's been reading our stuff!
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. So, so they hate cows because of the farting? Is that the problem?
5: That's it, the methane, they hate the cows, and supposedly, yep. you know, to save the planet, we have to get rid of cars and oil and everything else. So we don't really care what's happening. Um, I mean, we don't care about whether we agree or disagree with right. what the policies right. are. What we care about is what is really happening now. And if millions and millions of people are gonna hate cows and buy, you know, baked meat, hamburgers, then we're gonna make money off of that. If there are millions of people who are gonna buy electric vehicles, then we're gonna make money off of that.
0: Well, that's the way to do it.
5: You know, Dutch,
2: it's so amazing to me because I look back, <clears throat> my wife and I did many things many, many years ago. And what I love now is all these people have stepped up, we'll show you how to do it. Well, my I owned the very first Tesla in the state of Minnesota. Oh, I'll be another uh, electric vehicle, when we built our house uh, 16, 17 years ago, we asked if we could put solar panels on the roof, and the city said, no, you right. cannot. Uh, the morning show that I'm on, we have uh, we had uh, two black men, an Asian woman, a couple of nice Jewish kids, me, we had everybody. All of a sudden, 30 years later, everybody's doing what we did 30 years ago, when 30 years ago, nobody cared.
4: <laughs>
5: right.
2: Isn't that amazing?
5: Yeah, and it's, you know, things kind of go in this whole circular way. But um, yeah, we love the solar stocks. Uh, We've made a lot of money on those in 2020, and we're kind of back into them right now. If I can give your listeners any guidance at this point, what I would say is that what we're doing right now is moving back into technology stocks. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rates are coming down. The whole reopening trade is kind of stalled and pulling back. That's why you see the Dow falling and see the nasdaq going up Um, when rates fall the technology stocks do very well and we had a big spike in rates and now they're coming back down and i don't think we're going to see any action from the fed for you know this year right so we're really uh pretty bullish on on the stock market we're bullish on uh, the technology stocks coming back we like the big cap tech stocks we think they're going to do very very well uh, we also like the alternative energy space. And we've done some interesting stuff with, uh, you know, we we bought Beyond Meat, uh, which is the fake meat company that everybody, jack-in-the-box, is making some burgers out of it. Right. stuff. So, right. and I just yeah. sold
0: mine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I know. I, I know. bought it, and it was like
0: losing, losing, and I just got rid of it.
5: Oh, it's a violent stock. It really shakes people out. It's very violent. We we kind of look at uh, different stocks and how they trade. There's, We call uh, I, I use a lot of weird terminology but stocks that trade just kind of nice and smooth though I call those righteous stocks you know they trade righteously and then there's violent stocks and you know, beyond meats one of those violent ones that just shakes people out like crazy
0: why is that when it's becoming more and more popular and more and more mainstream why is that why is that happening
5: man that is a fantastic Question. I wish I really knew the answer. It's just funny how stocks have their own personalities, and each stock has its own. For example, um, you can buy a, you know, William Sonoma stock and everybody loves William Sonoma. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a righteously trading stock that just kind of trades in a beautiful channel. Uh, and it's, you know, not upsetting and it's, you know, not dramatic uh, but then you can get to somebody like a Beyond Meat, and it just shakes you around like a, you know, almond tree getting getting shook off, and it's just it, you're you're so you're so dizzy from it. You're like, I can't handle this anymore, and you get out.
2: Yeah, that makes total sense. Now, Dutch, I got that bite. You, you could not have picked a better day to come on this show because I'm. I'm on this thing today, as I said, I do a morning show in town as well, and then I do this show in the afternoon with my family, which I love to do, but perfect day for Dutchmasters to be on, ladies and gentlemen. CarnivoreTrading.com is the website again, and here's why. How does the fact that our television news, our print media, and a lot of our national public radio lies to people every day about what's true and what isn't, how do their lies affect the stock market? And the reason I'm asking that is... Because they reported yesterday that uh, that Warren Buffett pays no income tax, but I researched it and he actually does pay income tax. They were just talking about certain things, so in a way, they were lies of omission. Why do they do that? Because doesn't that cause your job to be a lot bigger headache?
5: It does because when you send that kind of stuff out there, um, you know, nobody hears the fact checking, right? They just see right. the headline, <laughs> right? And. And they know that. Um, I I believe it's part of the narrative. Uh, I believe what they're trying to set up is something called universal basic income. So what they're trying to do is get the entire country basically hating the rich and setting it up so that when they do go after creating universal basic income, which is a monthly check to every American for whatever reason, um, it's part of the ultimate program and i actually uh, wrote a piece today in our market wrap that if people sign up for our two-week free trial today they can actually see this piece it's called you will own nothing and like it <laughs> and um,
2: yeah, my son's shaking his head right now don't you?
5: yeah I yeah yeah what what's happening is uh you know we actually have this what we call uh, the permanent capital class these are mega-wealthy individuals, the Bill Gates of the world, uh, and then pension plans and the large private equity companies, they have so much permanent capital, real capital, that what they're doing now is actually buying entire neighborhoods, residential neighborhoods, and paying 20 and 30% premiums for them. So eventually what we're going to see here is, you know, and it may take a while for this to happen, but the prediction is people are going to, you're not going to own a home anymore. You're going to rent your home, and the idea of home ownership for our next generation is going to be a thing of the past Uh, because the permanent capital class is going to own all the real estate.
0: Talking about BlackRock?
2: You got it. Well, yeah. listen to my wife, but big shot. I better sit back, otherwise I'll sound stupid. Somebody, somebody's
5: doing some research over there. <laughs> well, it's, it,
0: exactly. you know, it's kind of scary because I mean that's how Americans have traditionally built their wealth and their nest egg for retirement. So what are okay? So if they've got all these plans to do A, what are they going to do about B, which is retirement and people need money for things. Well, that's
5: where the universal basic income comes in, well, and
0: I can guarantee it's not going to be enough to do shit. <laughs> oh,
5: that's the truth, right? I mean, mm-hmm. my—that's exactly right. I mean, it's uh, you know, when when they said, "Hey, we're going to help you guys out," and you're going in California, they're like, "We're going to give you uh, eighteen hundred dollars a month uh, during the pandemic." Mm. I thought. My God! It, you can't even get a studio in San Francisco for
4: that. Right? No, no, God no. no.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're doing that in Saint Paul. Apparently, there's going to be a universal basic no. income for I don't know a thousand people or something. They've got all these little, they've got all these little experiments happening in all the cities.
5: Yeah. You're right. They are they are doing that. I've heard about it in other places too, and it's uh, you know I don't know what to think of it. All I know is that. How I was brought up, and it was work your right. ass off, make some money, and try to tell everyone to keep their hands off it.
2: That's so amazing you bring that up because I've just been talking to people about that. You know, as a matter of fact, Catherine, my wife, you were just talking to there, and I were talking about this last night. By coincidence, again, Dutch, I didn't know where you were going to be on today. You picked the perfect day to come on because just last night I was talking to Catherine. About you know generation to generation to generation and, and all the rest of it, I don't know why. Because you know I, I talk about it quite often. I grew up very very poor, but by the time I was 14 years old, I knew I was going to make a lot a lot of money and do very very well. And I asked my wife, why did I think that when I was 14? And she said, because you were willing to you know put your shoulder to the wheel and get off your ass and work. And yeah, that, that's very, very true. Now, not a lot of people are big into working these days. Is that is that the case? Yeah,
5: it's there seems to be an entitlement situation here. I live in a very uh, sort of uh, affluent area, and I see the kids. And I actually dated this woman once, and I was helping her kind of raise her children. and And her daughter turned sixteen, and she said, um, she came up to me and she said, um, "You're going to buy me a Porsche Cayenne." <laughs> Are you? Are you? Okay. okay. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I said. I said. You know. Um, no. Uh, here's how this goes. I might buy your mom a Porsche Cayenne, and you get the 1978 Jeep. Uh, you know, for going to school.
2: I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, kid. So why do?
5: Why is everyone so entitled now, Dutch? What is that all about? Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I mean, all I know is my father made me. Start a paper route when I was a kid, and I was probably I don't know, 11, 12, 13 years old, and you know I delivered the newspaper on my bicycle like the old days. And my dad opened a Bank of America account for me, and you know uh, the money went in there, and you know you saved money, you know. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be an athlete, so I got a scholarship to college, and um, I was I got drafted. Uh, by a pro baseball team when i was 18 out of high school and i said to my dad i said look man they're offering me a lot of money and you know back then you think that you know forty thousand dollars sounds like the more money than anybody ever had right right right. so when you're 18 when you're 18 right (laughs) you're used to having like 40 bucks so so so, and he said to me i'll never forget the day he's Standing in the mirror, he's shaving himself in the morning. I'm standing behind him trying to talk him into letting me go play baseball and get this massive amount of money. And he said, I'll tell you what, son. I'll give you 40000 bucks to go to college. Really? And I said, "You, it means that much to you? He said, yep. And I just said, say no more. I'm going to college. Hmm. But, Dutch, wait a second. The Twins could <laughs> use you. We
2: need pitching. <laughs>
4: God.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: They never came after me. It was the Oakland A's.
2: It was <laughs> oh, the A's. Well, you're right in your own backyard, so that's kind of nice. That's good. Yeah, the Billy
5: Bean. Uh, sure.
4: I
2: played
5: with Billy Bean back in the Moneyball movie, and um, yeah, it was it was. Uh, so they 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 drafted me, and then the Oakland, then then the, uh, then I ended up with the with the Toronto Blue Jays. So a lot of fun.
2: Not bad. Hey, Sky Dome. That was a ball going to see baseball there. Oh, you bet. You bet. I
5: wish I'd have seen more of it. I wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go.
4: Well,
0: it's good you had something to fall back on.
6: Exactly. <laughs> One of the listeners wants to know what you mean by "earn your earn five times your monthly fee guarantee."
5: Yeah. So what we do is, um, our guarantee is you get five times your your monthly fee. I'm um, uh, I'm sorry. You get double your monthly fee at the end of a year if you haven't made five times that amount on your account now we have to have some restrictions you have to you have to do about 85 percent of our trades and you have to do them on the day that we tell you to do them um right uh, but and you have to start with you know enough money to to make it a reasonable thing so um so those are those are things that, that that we require but i mean last year was a year that you know, everybody made a lot of money, and so we don't even count that. But as of today or as of Friday's close, um, you know, the carnivore uh, portfolio was up, I believe, 216% year-to-date. Ooh. Um, and so, you know, we, we've been showing people every trade. And what people when people say, hey, man, that sounds like a crazy number.
4: Yeah, it um, does.
5: Yeah, when they say that, I say, well, there's one thing that never lies, and that's the text messages. I can't take those back, and I can't make them up.
2: Right, right.
5: They go out. They are time stamped, and you know the trades we make are time stamped also. Uh, so everything is auditable and, and and real. So you know we just show you what it is that we're doing. We've got a guy. I would like to take credit for being a great trader. I think I'm probably considered one of the better traders. Uh, on wall street but we've got a guy who is a genius trader z and this is a kid that i found out of college um, and i i grabbed him my job was really find some of the smartest people on the planet and bring them into wall street and inculcate them into the world of how to trade and, and basically grow a group of super traders so i did that and then out of all those guys Trader Z turned out to be the guy that, you know, I said, boy, this is, uh, this guy's really got it going on. So for the last 22 years, uh, he has done his magic. And when we started carnivore, I called him up and I said, look, you got to do this with me. I mean, you're the best trader living trader that I know of on the planet. And there may be one other guy in Austin, Texas that gets close and they actually know each other. And, um, and I said, so, you know, uh, he said, okay, I like it. Let's do it. And we're we're, we're, we're glad we have him.
2: You know, Dutch, i got to mention, when you said that uh, you talked about the returns on your investment with you guys, uh, 75% of the people in this room picked up their phone and uh, <laughs> typed in <laughs> carnivoretrading.com. I'm
1: trying to figure out where do I send my money now?
0: <laughs>
4: it's yeah, 216
0: the cool They have a 14-day free trial. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, that's one of the cool things that we do is we don't want your money. We don't want an account. We don't we don't manage people's money. Anybody's but our own. So what you do with the way Carnival works is you set up your own account at some commission-free trading place, and that's where you do the trades. Um, we're not after account fees and making money on commissions or anything like that. We don't make any money with advertising. We don't we don't push things on you um what we do is just our subscribers pay us the monthly fee uh what we most most companies that are doing what we're doing charge somewhere around 399 to 599 dollars per month live actionable trades uh and access to the traders themselves because people can text me and say hey what's going on what's doing this and you know we we text them right back and 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 so we charge 175 a month it doesn't matter whether you're a billion dollar hedge fund or whether you're a regular man or woman and um, we have billion dollar hedge funds that trade our stocks that are our subscribers that we correspond with we have some extremely wealthy pension plan guys and managers and of big money uh, because they love how we make great calls on what sector to be in and how to move and all that stuff. And so we don't charge them extra. So it's just, it's a very, we love what's happened in the world. There's 50 million new traders out there. You guys, they all want to learn. Mm -hmm. They're all smart. They're all quick. They're all doing it on their phones with their commission free accounts. And that's exactly how we're set up is to tell you exactly what we're doing. You guys can choose whether to do it or not. Some stocks might not be for you, but here's the thing. We only deal in really high-quality stocks. I mean, today, we had two stocks that we came out. One of them is PayPal, and the other one was Generac. So those are multi-billion-dollar companies, very liquid, super high-quality stocks. Uh, We don't deal in penny stocks or garbage stocks. We don't lie to people and say, we can make you a million dollars off your 500 bucks by trading options. We think that's really you know pretty much garbage talk and it really
0: hurts that's what industry, i want
4: so. <laughs> yeah, i want that
0: okay. <laughs> i want a yeah. billion dollars off my 500
5: <laughs> ah,
4: well there,
5: yeah, there, there are some <laughs> guys out there lying that they can do that for you but uh <laughs> they also have legal problems
0: <laughs> yeah i bet
6: i'm glad yeah, I heard that.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> i have a couple of, uh, what do you what do you okay so with inflation happening what's going to happen with the stock market
6: yeah
5: so it's kind of interesting. Um, At first, people were afraid that the inflation was going to cause the Fed to raise rates and um, that that was going to have a a bad effect on the market. Um, What we have actually seen is, uh, first of all, the Fed doesn't want to raise rates. They want the inflation because you inflate away debt. Debt goes away when you inflate it away. That's the oldest trick in the book for a government is, we got all this debt. How do we get rid of it? Inflation. Magic. So they actually want the inflation. We've also seen historically that the stock market does pretty darn well, even in inflationary times, um, when there's growth going on. As long as you don't have a Fed that's really stepping on the rates too hard. And We don't think this Fed will do that. So we're, we're our, our outlook's pretty positive now. What you're seeing with your houses are interesting. Okay,
4: mm-hmm. so I
5: had this guy come to me the other day, and he said, "Hey, you know, my house doubled in value over the last, you know, four or five years. It's, you know, I bought it for eight hundred thousand; it's worth a million six. And I said, "I want you to think about something, Bob. Eight hundred thousand dollar house goes to a million six. It feels good, right?" He says, "Yeah." I said, "Think of it this way." The truth is the dollar has fallen in value so much that it takes twice as many of them to buy your house. There you that's go. What, I said, that's what's really happening. And he goes, oh, no, you just, like, made my brain fry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Makes everybody's brain fry because they don't understand. I don't understand. Nobody knows anything about money, how it works.
5: It's Very true. It, so, so that's, uh, that's kind of what's going on. I don't think we're going to see. Um, housing prices aren't going to crash. I think they're actually pretty stable. I think everybody's pretty good there. Um, I think the home builders, as stocks, are going to be bad stocks to own because they don't have anything left to sell. Oh,
2: that's true. Yeah. Uh,
5: I, I have a lot of home builders that are carnivores and some guys here in town that are very good friends of mine that are executives at a lot of the home building places. And I'll go over and have a cigar with them and they'll say, You know, we're used to having 900 houses in inventory ready to sell at any time. I said, well, how many do you have now? And he goes, 90. Oh.
4: And then last
5: week I went and sat a cigar with him and I said, how many you got now? And he goes, none. (laughs) None. So, you know, uh, I don't think, you can't post great earnings if you're not making sales, right? And you can't sell what you don't have.
0: Is that because of the lumber shortage?
5: Well, a lot of, you know, the smart, smaller builders actually stopped uh, putting new uh, construction into effect because of that, yes. Okay. Someone's doing
2: research over there. Yeah, no question. <laughs> uh, can I take a very quick couple-minute of minute break? you come back for about ten more minutes? Does that work for you, Doug? You bet. All right, you we'll bet. be right back in just a couple of minutes with Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen, CarnivoreTrading.com. The Giza Dream bedsheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February.
5: 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Dutch Masters are a special guest. There's a new beast on Wall Street, carnivore. Will it be cheaper to one day burn your dollars to heat your home than buy oil? (laughs) Just burn your dollars could be cheaper than uh, buying oil. The markets are uh, saying Biden will not get his capital gains tax hike. I want to ask you that, uh, Dutch. That's capital gains. How about uh, just ordinary income? Is that uh, is he going to get his his jacked rates in that? You think?
5: I think there's going to be something that's going to end up looking like a nothing burger, but it's going to help him save face. That's oh, it. Good,
2: good. So you don't think we're going to get that gigantic tax increase because Minnesota no. Minnesota wants to go from nine five to thirteen
5: five. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I've always been. <sighs> I've always been confused at, at states that do this. Right. Um, I, I just have never understood it because, you, you know, rather than fix whatever the problem is, you just want to tax more to spend more and whatever. And the reality is, look what's happening in California. They're right.
6: leaving. Yep.
5: And not only that, who is leaving? That's the key. So these are the smartest, most productive, most entrepreneurial, hardworking people in the state of California that are leaving California. Right. Okay, the losers love it here. (laughs) (laughs) You're my new buddy. I got a new pal. I love
2: your
4: attitude.
6: It is true that one thing you will never hear a politician talk about when discussing the budget is efficiency and optimization. It's always how can we get more money yep. and how can we spend more money, Free or money. how can we, you know, like cut things to spend less money. It's never about getting the same thing for less money because you're cutting out waste or you know you're uh, you're updating to the times. You wouldn't believe how much uh, how many computer systems in government offices—they're like thirty years old and it takes forever to do anything right. because they they don't want to improve what already exists if anything they're going to throw it all away and buy a bunch of you know nine thousand dollar uh laptops that they absolutely don't need but hey if they have the money for it they're going to spend it
5: i think it comes down to votes i mean if you look at california closely you know why is the dmv even here our department of motor vehicles is to almost Almost ninety nine percent of the functions that they provide to be done online. Yep. Yet you have sixty thousand employees. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because they're all <laughs> going to vote for you. Right. right.
2: That is true. That's exactly right. So, can we ever get away from that Dutch thing? Because everything's about voters. up I mean, obviously the the migration from Central America to the United States is welcome because they think they're all going to vote for them. I mean, it's all about votes, isn't it?
5: It is, and I think what scared them to death uh, on the on the left was trump scared them, and he scared them so bad and the reason was i'm i'm here in california and we have third generation latino families here mm-hmm. and they voted for trump man um there i mean a huge percentage of latinos and blacks loved trump and the left was really scared of that right and it it, it could because for them if you think about it okay and i know the latino community very well here and i i i I can tell you these are amazing people they work hard yeah they They, they believe in god they love their family (laughs) they pay taxes and they want to uh they they want to work and some of these people work three jobs, and and so you know you look at that and you say, okay, well, so so he spoke a lot of truth to them, and and they um, they responded. Yeah, it's it's a
2: the whole thing is rather amazing to me that everything's about votes now and everything's about it. Everything's about how I can make money by being in power. It's really disgusting.
5: And um, it's just sort of we're 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 recalling Gavin Newsom here,
4: and, yep, and I
5: yep. and I think I think that you know the the system is so rigged here that it's going to be difficult to, to toss him out. But uh, but I'll tell you, if anybody deserved it, I think it's him. He's just been horrible.
6: We got a caller, Chris from Fairbanks on the phone. Chris from Fairbanks, Alaska, for you, Dutch. Mm-hmm. Hello, Chris.
7: I noticed you've got a. Hey, how's it going? But I've noticed you have a very rational view of everything in the market. Um, so I wanted to get your opinion on black swan
5: investing. Black swan investing. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. I haven't heard that term. Yeah, enlighten me.
7: Well, about a year, uh, well, actually right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, I saw an article that uh, I think his name is Mark Spitznagel and Nassim Nicholas Taleb. Uh, run this hedge fund and in one month I think they had 4 thousand percent return roughly
4: mm-hmm.
7: um, so so basically they're playing uh, that one every decade event that negative side and they make a killing so for for five 20 they were just nickel and did pandemic
4: that much
5: money in one month. I, I don't I don't know exactly what they played and what their strategy is. I can tell you what Trader Z says about um, I mean there's some very smart guys who figure out how to basically hedge their portfolio so that it doesn't go up or down but then when this type of an event takes place they can make a killing I, I'm aware of, of how they do that. We're friends with a lot of the hedge fund guys and hell I hired half the guys that are there running those things now so um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a lot of those guys, you know, feed me information and tell me what they're doing, and that helps, you know, because I pass it on to the carnivores. And but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, what Trader Z says about <coughs> um, negative events, okay, when you hear people on radio or television talking about how, oh, the market's going to crash, the market's going to crash, the market's going to crash, those guys are right about once every 10 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I'm going to play the other side. <laughs> yeah, well right. and,
7: and I think what what they're saying is they they think it's been inflated and they don't they, they're not predicting when it's going to crash they just know at some point it's going to come down to earth
5: yeah so kind of do playing. they never do predict when it's going to crash because they can't but eventually they'll be right I, I I once remember a guy oh golly jim rogers um great trader by the way considered one of the yeah I, I remember that name
4: yeah yeah he's
5: He's considered one of the market wizards um, and very smart guy, very, very wealthy guy, made a lot of money. But, you know, later in his career, he started going down this path of talking about how the market's going to crash every day. And after a while, you know, you hear this every day from a guy. Pretty soon you say, you know what, you're not allowed to come over and have cocktails anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a buzzkill. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I know you're going to be right someday, Jim. But you know, I just can't take it anymore. Why don't you just give me a rusty razor blade? Get me out of this place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that. You got a big reach in Fairbanks, Alaska now, don't you? Like that?
4: Hey,
5: you know, it, uh, it was great when we got our first uh, carnivore in Alaska, and we've uh, we, we 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 have this map on our uh, on our on our website that uh, on the wrap, the daily wrap that goes out where we welcome. All the new carnivores from all over the world, and um, so for a while there, you know, you had five states, and then ten states, and twenty states. Anyway, so we now have forty-nine states, and the only holdout is Vermont. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Well, oh, they're a bunch of socialists. That? So screw those guys. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> I might just sit back and listen to you two talk the rest of the day, man. This uh, is working for hilarious. me. It's working for me so so well look look into black
7: swan investing that that's some of the most fascinating uh strategy out there i think because it i think the way he put it was uh for 10 years it's a piano reference i'm not a big piano guy but he put uh, the chopsticks thing where you're just tapping two keys right he says for 10 years you're playing chopsticks and then one morning you wake up and you're mozart
5: yeah
2: Nice. (laughs) right that's cool i love it so chris what's going on in fairbanks everything else good
7: yeah, enjoying summer. Um gonna try and get out there and get some salmon in a few weeks and I got in the hell a bit and everything's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I went to Lunds and Barley's and got some salmon yesterday, so good supermarket. A little more expensive wow. that way. Yeah, it's a little more expensive that way though.
7: Yeah, yeah. I noticed the prices are twenty, thirty bucks a pound. I think I can I can get twenty five full salmon, so we're talking maybe eighty hundred pounds of salmon for cost of gas. Hmm.
2: Really? Wow. It's not fair that's all I have to say Chris stay in touch man oh uh, right. the
7: the residents up here residents up here can do something called dip netting or they can
2: oh sure yeah have yeah. a
7: really big net in the water and catch yep.
2: 25 of them so. yep not a bad plan at all for what that tank of gas what's a tank of gas now a hundred dollars yeah, honestly really, yeah. mm-hmm. Unbelievable.
0: push the bears away
2: oh man for my truck yeah I think it's about 60 70. oh god it's a lot of dough for gas isn't wow. it? Well, it's like they uh, they pointed out, one day it'll be cheaper to burn your dollars and to buy oil to heat your home. <laughs> that's what Dutch Masters yep. pointed out. Chris, thanks for your time yep. today. I appreciate My your Republic. call. I understand. Yep. Hey, thank, you, thank you, sir. Uh, so, Dutch, yeah, so you get... Why Vermont? Why do you think Vermont is not on board?
5: I don't know. I think maybe they've got 14 people up there or something. They just haven't, they just haven't heard their radio show yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the whole problem, but, you know... It'll all work out. I, I loved all the tips. First of all, I can see why you've done well in your business. You're very good. Catherine, are you going to reach out to Dutch Masters and jump on carnivore uh, carnivoretrading.com? Absolutely.
0: I'll give anything a shot.
2: Catherine will be on your site today, my lovely I, wife, Catherine Brandt. I, do,
0: I have a question about altcoins. What do you think's happening? And Uh-oh. Is it going to – is that – I I know most
5: people. Yeah, so okay, so Trader Z is like a super genius, and he's a super genius about all the crypto stuff. Yeah, and I am a non-believer. Okay, and he he hates that. Um, but (laughs) but we finally had to come up with a philosophy or uh, I don't know something here, a rule, and our rule is we're stock traders. We're not currency traders, and Trader Z said that I'm so stupid about that topic that I'm not allowed to comment on it anymore. Okay. <laughs> that works. I know. So, I think that we've got some kind of thing coming. I thought that it would be cool for the United States to come up with, you know, something called, like, I don't know, the Freedom Coin or something and have that be, or the Liberty, the Liberty Coin right. and have that be a digital coin that is sort of backed by the price of gold, not necessarily gold itself, but backed by the price of gold. And I thought, that's a genius thing, and I sent that idea over to the people uh, in the Trump administration, and they said, uh, we don't care about what you think. So, okay.
4: mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> well, that I out think well that'll happen you. eventually. Frontiers are going to start making their own coins, because, you know, why not? I think, you're, I think you're right. I think you're very right.
0: Well, okay. yeah, a lot of places are... It, it's in the works
6: places yeah. yeah well by the way i'm looking at our analytics uh we get about one download from vermont per month it's one. our <laughs> second worst we get more listeners from vietnam yeah. than vermont <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't what know. I guess people you? in Vermont just don't leave their bubble. I don't right, know right, why. I'm
0: tweeting out how much Vermont sucks right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> is everybody in Vermont okay?
5: Yeah. I think they're building those, you know, tree houses and stuff and just kind of living in the trees. <laughs> I don't know. What
0: That's what about. Ben and Jerry's is, right? Vermont, <laughs> I think yeah. so. Oh, uh, yeah. Tom, you bad-mouthed Ben and Jerry's. Uh, Maybe it's a, a conspiracy lie. against well, you.
2: here's a tip-off for the for Ben and Jerry's. If you're gonna sell ice cream, you should try to get your own weight under four hundred. That is very true. Oh,
4: you trust you can't the product. Yeah, you can't
2: trust uh-huh. a skinny ice cream Absolutely salesman. Not. He's a skinny ice cream salesman, I can't trust him. Yeah.
7: No way. Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> yeah, they get way, 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 Dutch, they get way too political for me. Oh, man. God, yeah. Holy God, are they political?
6: Yeah,
5: they were one of the one of the first companies to just get wacky political on us yep. it, and it's uh it's a little whack, yeah.
2: I
6: won't Dutch. buy their ice cream anymore. Dutch, can we? Ten, like, I, haven't had, like
5: that. I haven't had Ben and Jerry's ice cream for 20 years. I haven't
2: either. I haven't eaten in at least 10.
1: You know what? I'll say it. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I effing love it. Right?
6: It tastes <laughs> good. I, just I can't support. They're
1: they're
7: talking talking oh my gosh, it's so good. I but I try other ice creams and I'm like, it's not as good.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, what's the it's the greatest of really this. Really not. The two youngest people in the room.
7: I oh, eat Ben and Jerry's. Well, I'm sorry. It's a totally
2: different disaster.
0: I don't know. It's the best ice cream.
2: That's yeah, all there is. It is it I'll
0: admit it. It's, good ice, cream. it's, it's really
2: really well, good ice cream. There's a lot of good ice cream. Look not at really. Kemps. Well, Kemps, no, Kemp's no, is horrible. Kemps oh. is kind of
3: not great. Garbage. Oh <laughs> I'm I'm bring person. Kemps Dutch, into my house. Dutch,
2: they're <laughs> pissing all over a local company and now I'm going to have to pay the price on my morning show. They'll pull their ads down. Yeah,
0: that's a lot,
2: guys. All I ever try to do is Keep a uh, shoulder to the wheel, Dutch. This is what happened. My family oh, turns you. on me. I
0: think Kemp's is doing okay. Right. They're doing fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, the like secret they of need, Kemp's. Need it, need no, now here's their us. slogan, Dutch. The secret of Kemp's it's the cows. It's the cows. Ah! See, that's
4: a good
0: slogan. And everybody's anti cow right now.
1: Isn't oh, that's genius? That's true. Ah. Isn't that genius? You know what? The ice
2: Dutch, people. Dutch pointed it out. we got to do something about the cows. you got to get rid of the cows, Kemp's. You guys that's eat ice
0: cream? You're pro cow. Yeah, you must be pro cow, both of you. Cows are great. Dutch, yeah, I would love
5: to. Uh, I would love to have a cow backlash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dutch, we got to book you more often. You got to come on this show more often, man. This, this has been a great
5: interview. Right, thank you very much. Well, you know, those poor cows, they can't even defend themselves, you know. Look at them out there yeah, on the field. I mean, it's just, you know, come on. What, do you, what What's there to hate? Come on. No,
0: they just want to eat some grass and be left right. alone. <laughs> you know what's hilarious
2: about that, Dutch, is I grew up, like I said, in the inner city of Minneapolis, uh, uh, over on the north side of Minneapolis. Every time I meet somebody from, like, oh, you know, the southern part of the United States or California or Florida or whatever, oh, you're from Minnesota? You ever went cow tipping? I'm like, what do you, what?
6: Yeah. yeah, I think
1: that exists only in movies. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that right. is. So we I'm didn't like, I didn't even do that in Wisconsin.
6: <laughs> I didn't grow up on Yeah, you didn't even do that in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's exactly I think right. that was made up by a Hollywood executive. It's like, <laughs> this is what Midwesterners do. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> yeah.
2: But Dutch, yeah, if you don't mind, we'll re- I want to reach out to you once. So if, there, if something pops up, I'd love to be able to reach out to you and get you on the show. In the morning show, Absolutely, too. Absolutely, anytime. Dutch, you're a good man. Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen, the big—just re- look for the big Rembrandt on the billboard and take a left. That's where Dutch lives. <laughs> thanks, Dutch, guys. Thanks for your time. I Dave. really enjoyed it. Thank. We did as well. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Dutch Masters, I'd love that guy. See, he's just yeah. very honest and very open, very upfront. Just like, hey, here's the deal. I like the Catherine. Are you going to reach out to him?
0: Mm, gonna, you know me. I'll do my research.
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> Here we go. No, I thought he would see. I love guests like him, and I don't think it would hurt hurt the show at all to do a little, uh, little monetary schmoozing uh, once a week.
0: Well, what I like, what I do like, is that he just wants he just talks. Yeah. About whatever he wants, and he, he's not hedging every word he says yeah. to make well, sure that, that you know yeah. it's yeah, he, okay yeah, with everyone, that. Yeah. and yeah, that right. makes me believe that he's a real.
1: Person. yeah and yeah it,
0: not just a yeah. shill for some
4: yeah,
1: yeah. and like when you, like you joke and say like oh like when do, where do I send my money to you so you can make me all this money he's like oh I don't want your money I can trust people that will say that I don't want you just to send me all your money you well go. it's
0: interesting because they're charging a monthly fee they're not making your trades for you
1: no but right. they tell they're you just you telling what you to what to do. do and you go on your like Robin Hood or whatever all right. Right. exactly and
0: do yeah it. yeah
1: so
6: even though you're they say that you're guaranteed ah. to make more than your fee. Damn it. They're what?
0: I just thought I, I really wanted to ask him a question about how everybody with their phones and being able to trade during the day. What about all these people that can trade overnight?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, how you does that affect? You want to call affect, them back? How does
6: that affect? you? <laughs> Guess who's uh, The average person with Robin Hood on the phone, they can't trade overnight. I know.
0: That's what right. I'm saying because the markets can, oh, yeah. Oh, I see what because yeah. the, these big players can oh,
6: change no, the market by right. morning, yeah, right. and you're like,
4: oh shit! Right, you wake up with yeah. no money. <laughs> right,
6: right. Yeah, if you're uh, like a accredited <laughs> broker or whatever the hell they're called, uh, yeah, you definitely yeah, have a to major trade advantage over the average person. Yeah, and they still. get
0: to watch the you know the yep. world markets and
6: yeah, we're not allowed to do that once the markets close at five. Which is completely
0: it's unfair.
1: Unfair, but also like I think helps with just general anxiety because at true. midnight, if I was able to like look at it and like start trading, I'd never true. sleep. Well, in- well, that's through. just your yeah. problem.
0: That's something you think. <laughs> one, one
1: of his problems. <laughs> so, yeah, we have, <laughs> do we have problem. enough in this hour because, to I go over all Because I mean, most, <laughs> most people that are trading... Exactly have
0: lives and are right. just trading on the side you know leave that stuff staying up all night for the people
1: that are that's their job yeah but in my yeah. mind I'm the wolf of Wall Street Oh, yeah. no, okay.
0: I'm, I'm sure
2: right. you are yeah. right. by the way I should mention because I did get a text about this no we did not fire Michael Bryant hes uh, he's got a little uh, oh, yeah.
4: thing coming up he hasn't
2: been on the last few weeks how he's got he? a leg problem
0: He's got a leg problem. Well, he does.
2: He hurt his knee. That's why he hasn't been in the last few weeks. Cause he hurt his knee, so he's getting it taken care of. And ouch! Then me. he'll be returning to the fold. Knee I guess.
0: problems are not fun. Oh, meniscus,
2: God, no. the meniscus, meniscus. Yep, that's yeah. exactly. It kind of folded underneath somehow, which I can't nope. believe is not. That's not good news. No. no. Well, that must mean it tore off. I would think so. That's yeah. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: off.
2: No. <laughs> Alex is not wild on the tearing off of body parts. Well, he no. used
6: to play basketball, right? Didn't Mike Brown play basketball? No, he's a hockey player. Hockey. hockey. Until when?
2: Well, I don't know about hockey player. He he joined in to play. Uh, no.
0: <laughs> he lived, like, by himself at 18 in an hockey. apartment yeah, because yeah, he went yeah. to go play hockey. He yeah. must have been pretty oh, serious like about
1: it. Juniors or minors college. or whatever. Some, yeah. Oh, something,
4: yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. well, hockey's like a weird, you don't like just go to college. You go to like, yeah. a, you go live in North Dakota in a field and play yeah, on a junior so team weird. and, and it, then yeah, you go to college. You're
7: 15 years old and you're all by right, yourself in like this condo. And in yeah. Yeah. So, to play hockey. No doubt about it. I
4: don't
2: know. Alright, <laughs> we'll take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with Hour 2 and because Stocky Economopolis joins us an hour or two with the family.